0: Hello
1: and welcome to another episode of the Waffle Press Podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. I missed the last episode because I couldn't speak, but that was cool. Thank you, Gene and Nick Valero and Renee for covering me. Uh, that was I was very proud of you guys. My little babies are all grown up now. Uh, this is our special Thanksgiving episode, and we're celebrating Movies We're Thankful For and Noirvember, you know, mysteries... Blade Runner. It's Blade Runner, guys. We're talking about Blade Runner. Uh, And we have a very special guest today. I'm going to introduce the rest of the roundtable here first, really quickly. Gina Versa, as always. Hello, my friend. How you doing? Kirk from Kirk Finally Watches. Got it right. Hello,
2: hello.
1: (laughs) Renee, sound engineer. Hello. And a special uh, other sound engineer. Go ahead. You can introduce yourself. It's okay. Oh, um, my name's Emma. Hi Emma. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, I guess technically new addition to the to the crew to the team. Yes. We're happy to have you here. Thank you. And uh, our very special guest today, b Money Rules from YouTube, and uh, a good friend of ours. How are you doing? Very good. How you guys doing? Excited thanks, to so have much. you here. Yeah.
3: Pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Brandon. Um, met you last year. You uh, helped me on a music video. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> the rain it was raining that day, but we still did it.
4: Uh, it it helped. It yeah. uh it gave effect to the music video. Yeah, yeah,
3: that <laughs> atmosphere, guys. Rainy night, it just definitely. like this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How you doing, man? Good to have yeah. you on. Yeah. We've
1: been trying to get uh. show going between brandon and i for a while so it feels like a nice culmination of things that have finally occurred Mm -hmm. Uh, it does it does it's like losing my virginity it's it's finally happening i'm happy to pop your waffle cherry (laughs) thanks man
3: so so brandon uh can you tell us a little about about your uh, youtube channel and uh anything else
4: uh yeah sure um well be my rules it's been going on Uh, i've been doing it for five years uh i do mashup trailers uh, for those of you who don't know what a mashup trailer is, it's uh, taking the trailer of one movie, let's say taking the trailer of Rogue One, and taking that audio from that trailer and using footage uh, and edit it to make it look like it fits with that trailer. And let's say I'll take the audio for Rogue One and take the footage from, um, I, I don't know, Zootopia. And okay. then it looks like Zootopia is a Rogue One trailer. Gotcha. Yeah, and... And people are liking it. It's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten like 30 million views on one. So, very yeah. Cool. It's been it's been a good time. And uh, I also do short films there. Um, one Batman vs Superman in real life. Uh, we had our sequel this year, which turned out well. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to do more music videos and trying to branch out and go with more people because so far it's more. It's been a one man show, but I'm trying to expand the base right now. And yeah, it's going great.
3: Very cool. Did you do one for Rogue One?
4: I did. Uh, I did a couple. I did one with Mulan. Okay. I think I did another with WALL-E, and I did one with all Pixar movies because people like it when you take a bunch of movies (laughs) and just cram it into one. Yeah. I guess it's because people's attention spans are so short.
1: Right. So they want like,
4: oh, that moves in here too. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, look at that.
1: Oh, wow. You did did that for uh, Civil War as well, right? It was the the Pixar Civil War one? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah
4: yeah, yeah okay, just, that, i love that he's one. like woody as captain america and buzz plays iron, iron man. Man and then oh. uh you get um a uh, bolt as the winter soldier so <laughs> yeah just all, all these characters in one and
3: gotcha yeah, yeah i would say it's better than uh, the last pixar trailer <laughs> for uh cars 3 looked like
4: oh man <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see that? that um i'm not a uh, I've never liked cars. No, no one has. Else. I don't think <laughs> anyone <here> has. No. <laughs> no
3: one likes cars.
4: It exists. No, I like Cars Land. Yeah, that, Cars Land's uh, cool. That. Cars Land is lit. I, I can go Cars Land all day, but Cars the movie, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know what it is. I guess I just don't like the idea of cars being alive and uh-huh. there's no humans around, so it's like saying we're extinct and right. technology is going to take over and going to be run by Owen Wilson and Larry the Cable Guy as cars.
1: Jesus. <laughs> I never thought it, really at it, it it's that part way. of It's part of Pixar theory.
4: But yeah. no, but see this now trailer,
1: that makes it exciting.
3: Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, this trailer kind of intrigued me. Like you, you didn't see the eyes of the cars. You only saw the back. They put the gray tone up. Uh, and look, that crash, man. Uh,
3: yeah, everything will change. It looked like man McQueen's of Steel. gonna
1: make it through, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, it has like lightning McQueen dying in the first 5 right. minutes. I know. <laughs> Is Let that try. our segue into movie news? Oh, uh, oh, uh uh, one thing we'll uh, since it is Thanksgiving weekend, we wanted to uh, say one thing we're thankful for. Even let's want to go around and do it. It's movie related, right? Yeah, or movie related. Oh, okay. I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, my like...
1: Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> uh, do you want to go first, Gene? I mean, you you introduced it.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm thankful for a Star Wars movie coming out this month, and we live in a world uh, that we have a Star Wars movie for every year. I think that's what I'm thankful for.
1: I feel like that's going to bite us in the ass at some point. Yeah. But uh, For now, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I guess for this year, I'm thankful for Kubo and the Two Strings because I was excited for that movie because I like Leica Studios and then I watched it and I'm like, oh, here's me crying next to Gene, surrounded by other children, <laughs> just tears all over my face. It's not weird at this, all. No, no. Yeah, I, I love that movie. So that's I'm very cool. thankful for that one this year.
5: Uh, For me, I'm thankful for uh, Doctor Strange because they introduced a new element into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it was done very well. I still to watch it. (laughs) But but that's it, yeah.
2: I'm thankful for Rogue One specifically because it's given me what I've always wanted, just a story in the Star Wars universe. It's not a a numbered anything. It's just, Mm. here's a movie with Star Mm. Wars stuff in it. Mm -hmm.
1: Nice. And you're next, Brendan? Uh, I'm thankful for...
4: Uh, Hawksaw Ridge. I saw it last night, That's and happy um, Mel Gibson is back, even though he's an asshole. He, <laughs> he can't take away. <laughs> right. He can't take away his great films away from him, and Hacksaw Ridge is awesome.
3: Yeah, no, it was a great film. I saw it at a early screening like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I would say like it's up there at least with like maybe like Braveheart. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, one of my it's... favorite films of the year, yeah. and
4: also you guys took away Star Wars from me, so. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like? I think
3: we're all thankful for Star Wars at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No,
5: I, I mean, I, I was going to say Andrew Garfield's getting cast in a lot of movies now
3: because yeah. he's not—he's not Spider-Man anymore. No, no he's got no, no, he time. He, yeah, he's got so. all this time. He has yeah. this time yeah. other things, things to do. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he's going to be in the Martin Scorsese movie, which looks great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm happy he's not Spider-Man anymore, and uh, he's doing better films.
3: Right.
1: This is why we're friends, Brandon. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was trying to remain I not snarky, but I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> we, pulled through. We yeah. always
5: somehow talk about Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> I didn't too. even bring it <laughs> up this Every time. Single, uh. I know. It just manages to like, be mentioned. Because it's just so bad. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to, so, to real stuff. Yeah, let's
3: move on to uh, some movie news. Uh, this uh, was it actually today of the recording. Ron Glass from Firefly passed away. No. I know I have no. two big brown coats here, Renee yeah. and Diego. Yeah. Fill your. Uh, was it sadness? Yeah, I was shocked to find uh, out that
5: um, you know Ron Glass died. Because honestly, the when, when I first saw it, it was here at the store when I was working, and mm-hmm. it was in the morning, and I think it was Riches that posted the article. No, it was Screen Screenrant screen rant posted the article and i was like well should i trust screen rant (laughs) and i'm like so i had to google it and it was true because i was in disbelief at first honestly i was like no no not Shepard, no no and then no he was and i don't know it just it just hit me where i realized that a firefly cast member is now gone Mm -hmm. and it's just it sucks because you know you always wonder well, what if they do a reunion? Right. You know, it'd be cool to see him, or even like do like a little Netflix could do it. documentary or something yeah. that just brings the cast together. And now we're gonna be short one person, right. unfortunately. So it's really sad to see that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, Brandon,
4: are you a Firefly fan? Um, not at all. Damn <laughs> it, Brandon! <laughs> I've, I've never seen an episode, but okay. um, you no, know, but it's sad that somebody died. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I'm a fan of Alan Tudyk, though.
3: Yeah, he's great. Go. And, yeah.
4: and John Sweden.
1: Oh, oh of, of course to, yeah. the uh, goat um, yeah no it's a, it's a huge bummer yeah. Uh, yeah. about Ron Glass I mean the guy was in a bunch of other projects way before that too I oh mean, definitely he's, he's yeah. been in the business for I don't know 30 40 years mm-hmm. I just dropped a pen in my bad <laughs> <laughs> um, but no yeah that's it, very sad because I mean Firefly's been a huge part of my life yeah and, definitely yeah Shepherd Book I'm I miss that guy I know <sighs> All All right.
5: That's depressing now. Thank yeah.
3: you. <laughs> yeah. I'm thankful for a lot of things, but I'm not thankful for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 2016 continues to be a terrible year. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> we lost way too many good people. Yeah. Yeah, sure. we did. Too many good. People. Um. So moving on to uh next bit of news. Alien Covenant finally released uh, some sort of marketing. that comes out next year. Really. I'm really excited. Uh, yeah. It was a nice poster. You know, a lot of uh, movie posters now, you know, I'm missing kind of like the Drew Southern or, uh, how do you, uh Drew Struzan. Struzan, yeah. From sorry. Star Wars and Indiana you know, Jones and, and whatnot. Yeah, you miss cool posters like that or like H.R. Geiger. Yeah. And, you know, it's cool to see something like, uh, like that, you know? And,
1: and I mean, to be fair, it's not even a complicated poster, it's just mm-hmm. the alien face and it's a simple tagline run. Like, you just know, like, <laughs> there the bad go. things <laughs> happening. <laughs>
4: That's probably gonna be little, every line in the movie.
1: Run,
3: yeah.
4: I
1: heard What's this like? is a it's uh-huh. it's horror based again, like right. if an alien movie should be. But it's also like a little action heavy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So it I'm I'm, I'm whole, really looking forward. to Hopefully it. Hopefully
3: it'll be logic heavy after Prometheus. Oh, Prometheus <laughs> has a lot of good ideas and does and yeah. no know how. Prometheus yeah. was like just the epitome of like movie plot holes like just any movie you see it's like well why didn't they do that you know mm-hmm. it's like he's a what was a geologist I like rocks yeah the best one. excellent writing then, I, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like rocks Yeah, yeah. I, I like rocks too I guess we Tony could all be Johnson. geologists I could be up there <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully hopefully it's better than Prometheus and uh another thing was uh, Amelia Clark was casted in the Han Solo spin-off
4: yay oh, yeah. okay. that was awesome. cool yes No.
3: she's uh, so fun yeah, I wonder who she's gonna be. Um, do you guys read any of the uh, Star Wars comics, I've
4: read a couple. Yeah, uh, but I, I feel like she might just be a new character. Oh, okay.
3: Uh, well, I, was, yeah, I, I want that too. You know, yeah. I was gonna say in the uh, one of the Star Wars series they brought they brought into Han Solo, um, the, he has an ex-wife. Oh yeah, and she's so, she's black, right? Uh, I think she's. Oh yeah, yeah she no? is.
4: Well, that's clear, not her.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah her. no, so it wouldn't her. Yeah. why watch? Hollywood.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. If that was her, then they'd be like, hang on. Wait. Backtrack. Right. right. Why?
4: Jada gonna be mad. Yeah.
1: Know? I mean... We like, uh,
4: got from Jed Pickett Smith and... Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are not seeing Star Wars Han Solo anthology. <laughs> and, we, um,
1: uh, I mean, um, and
4: Will's not gonna see it either.
1: <laughs> well, Tessa Thompson and uh, Zoe Kravitz were in talks for the role, too, and oh. that's why I think a lot of people Ooh. thought that they were gonna be introducing that character into the movies, too. Right. That would've been fun, but... Yeah, I mean, either way, I, I kind of like that it's an original character.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and last piece of news. Um, well, what happened this month, uh, Young Justice was finally announced for season three on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. People told me it's, I was crazy. <laughs> they Told me
5: I was crazy. It might be on Netflix. It they might haven't, be on Netflix, they, 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 they haven't announced what platform it will be uh, aired likely. on yet, but most yeah. likely it's going to be sure Netflix because yeah.
1: that's pretty much what saved it. as soon as it got there, they're like, "Oh, oh God, binge yeah. watch it."
5: They tell they yeah. told us to binge watch it, and I did, we did. every yeah. single day. Yeah. Watch, <laughs> watch
2: them use it to launch yet another
3: subscription
1: service. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah. Oh, um, CBS All Access. Star Trek.
3: Brendan, are you are you a fan of Young Justice? Have you seen it? Oh.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. Uh, I'm not I'm not a diehard fan by any means, but um, that's cool that they're bringing it back.
3: Right? Yeah. You know, um, just really glad because it if uh, you watch if Diego you watch the show it Mm -hmm. ended it on the worst cliffhanger. Well, no. mm, Here's the thing. It
1: ends on a on a good cliffhanger for like uh, a show. I don't know. But it comes to like a natural conclusion because no big spoilers. But the last two lines, uh, I guess some some backstory is that the show is more spy. Thriller heavy Than it is like Superhero stuff Yeah You know And so uh, The young Justice League So to speak mm-hmm. They're uh, You know They As soon as One plot's done They just go right Into another one Like back to back to back There's no break for them And so like The last lines of the show Are business as usual From yeah. the hero side And then yeah. On the villain side It's business as usual mm-hmm. But the thing is It wasn't business as usual Cause they hinted A very big DC villain For Dark the following sight. season mm-hmm. And oh Oh I get to see it happen I'm then very happy Finally Yeah Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, we're
4: Is uh, Jesse McCartney still going to play Nightwing?
3: I think they're trying to, yeah, I think they're trying to bring back the original cast. Like, they brought back a lot of the production team, from what I've oh, really? read, yeah. So, I, I would think they were going to try to bring him back with everyone. Yeah, because I know Bruce the, too. the original Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so he, so He's good. a good Batman.
4: Yeah. He's a good... He is. Yeah. yeah, he's got a good voice.
5: No, he... Yeah, because I know the original cast wants to come back because they were mm-hmm. campaigning everything. Right, yeah. uh, who's it? Kid Everyone Flash, not Kid Flash. Uh, Impulse, Impulse, uh, Aqualad, I- uh Artemis. You know, they mm-hmm. were all saying like, "Go ahead and binge watch
3: Young Justice as much as you can, guys." You know? Right, and it works. So. It did, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool to be living in a time where fans could change the future. Yes, yeah. <laughs> totally, definitely. So, uh, just moving on from that, we're going to uh, a segment we do called Pitch a Movie. It's where we uh, each give one suggestion to one of our team here, of, uh, of of a movie. You have to pitch it based off our suggestions. So, Brandon, you're going to be our was it a person to uh, pitch here? So, um, oh, put this,
4: a lot of pressure on me. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> it's okay. You'll have time to to sort out your ideas as we proceed with our discussions. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, this, right, is, cool.
3: this is a Thanksgiving centered episode. We're going to have a Thanksgiving movie. There's been a few uh, good Thanksgiving movies. Plane, trains, and automobiles. That's the one. I think that's the Uh, one. (laughs) uh, Uh, Sin of a Woman? Sin of a Woman? Muppet Thanksgiving? Muppet Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you guys. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Uh, (laughs) There we go. Uh, So,
1: yeah, yeah, they're
3: they're, they're around. There's dozens of them.
1: Look, the the fact that there aren't that many just gives you, like, a leg
3: up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nothing to lose. So, uh, let's see. Diego, do you want to go first? Move clockwise?
4: Yeah. Suggestion.
1: Suggestion. Uh, I want it to be set in a mall on Black Friday. In a mall on Black on the
4: worst day of the year. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
1: There you go. Uh, And uh, then we got a couple more suggestions coming your way. Yeah.
5: And then it has to be an exploding turkey.
4: It has (laughs) to be an exploding turkey. All right. All right. Kirk.
2: Am I allowed to suggest a title?
4: Yeah. Sure.
3: Yeah.
2: I don't want to ruin it. No, come on. you to
3: gotta
1: say, You got to say it now. Paul Blart 3, Race for the Turkey. <laughs> Jesus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, no. That's oh, really God. constricting. This is the second time we've had Paul Blart. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. It rhymes. Though. Paul <sighs> Blart needs to stop. All right. Um, I think for the villain, it needs to have... I'm trying to think of a good villain. Paul Blart. No, pa- Paul Blart. <laughs> Paul Blart. Yeah, part it's ball is... a start. dark place here. He's a, he's a villain. That's the twist. All right, um, well, he doesn't have to be in it that much. God. <laughs> I think uh, I think for the villain needs to be something Adam Sandler. No on oh. Adam Sandler. No, well if you're doing a Paul art
5: no. movie it has to be like a villain that <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, like actual like villain <sighs>
5: Yeah, villainous, but it's funny to see them in a comedy. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, Christopher Steve Walken. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi I think Steve Buscemi. Oh uh, there you go. Oh great. Hey. And he's
4: friends with Sandler. He does movies with them all the time. You there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Paul so, so this could actually <laughs> happen. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. All right. Uh, any more suggestions? I think we're, no, good. that's it yeah
3: I, I just know. want to see an
1: exploding yeah, turkey no. yeah. <laughs> cool we don't want to overwhelm you or anything like that yeah.
3: so uh oh, no, Brandon okay. we're going to we're going to go back to this in a few segments uh, right now we're going to cut away to an interview we did with one of the uh, producers of Young Justice Greg Wiseman uh, this was at Long Beach Comic-Con uh, this was actually before it was announced for season 3 and uh, we were just talking about the show you know just candidly and uh here we are now at the season three so uh please enjoy hi this is Gina Versa. i'm here at long beach comic-con and with the waffle press i'm here with greg wiseman the producer of star wars rebels uh young justice and co-creator of gargoyle how are you doing greg good how are you doing pretty good pretty good so greg that's it um uh, First question: So, uh, rebels is really loved the last few seasons. Um, is it,
6: how cool is it to was
3: it to like work in the Star Wars universe?
6: Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I only did season one, but uh, uh, you know, worked with some great people, and it was just you know like a dream come true to be working in the Star Wars galaxy.
3: What's your uh, favorite Star Wars movie? If you don't mind me asking. Empire. Empire. Mm-hmm. I guess that leads to uh, another question for Star Wars. Um, so New Hope and Empire, they're almost like completely different. One's really light, uh, you know, light-hearted, and the other's really dark. What does that say about uh, Star Wars that you could have like these two types of
0: uh, genres, I guess?
6: Uh, well, I mean, I think both those movies are incredibly entertaining, which I think is sort of job one. But, you know, it's a great um, sort of universe that George built and it accommodates a lot of different kinds of storytelling and um, that's sort of the test to see if you know you've gotten up depth there and clearly you know obviously uh, Star Wars does.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, just changing gears here, um, I'm sure you get asked this question a lot and of course I have to ask it. Um, season three for Young Justice, how um, much of a chance do you think?
6: I don't know how to put a number to it, but I feel good about it. I feel good about our chances, and, uh, um, you know, we're asking the fans to help us out by doing things like binge-watching or buying the Blu-rays or buying the uh, comics on uh, Comixology or iTunes. Uh, Those are things that are helping to get us attention in a good way, and uh, um, we're really uh, seems to be having an effect, it seems like we're building some momentum and I feel good about it, but you know, I, I don't even work at Warner Brothers anymore, so I've got no inside information, but I do feel good, I feel positive about it. If you were a betting man, you'd definitely make a bet on it? Well, I'm not a betting man, actually, but yeah, I would, I feel, I mean, I'm repeating myself, but I just feel, feel good about it.
3: Uh, how does it feel um, to be in like an era where like the fans could like, you know, help shows um, like in another season or they kind of have a huge influence now? I was
6: just curious. Well, I think it's great if and when they get organized. I mean, you know, it would have been even greater if we had been able to do this while season two was going and, and not had this long gap between. Um, you know, there's this sort of feeling that fans have that if they like a show, it'll just be there. And they... Um, they don't seem to get that shows have you know are economically driven and if you want to keep a show going you've got to do whatever it takes to um, to keep that show funded Um, and that didn't happen for us during season two of Young Justice which is why we didn't get a season three but uh, uh, like I said I think uh, the fans have sort of Danded together now, and that's great. Um, but it's always harder to bring a show back than it is to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. So if you're talking about some other show other than Young Justice, and fans are looking for advice, I'm like, you know, don't wait till it's gone and then say, well, what do I need to do? You know, do it while it's on
1: and we're back okay so for our next segment uh we're going to talk about movie food not just popcorn because that would be boring i mean popcorn's great but i want (laughs) to talk about what sort of food goes with what movies you know thanksgiving you eat uh white people ruined everything and (laughs) you know food's great food's great thanks (laughs) man um You know, so we like to eat on Thanksgiving, so let's start thinking about what sort of food goes with what movies. You know, you're just sitting there on the couch during the holidays. Uh, You're watching Godzilla, eating some sushi, you know. Personally, I think that's a good matchup. I I don't know. I always thought that was good. Uh, You know, heat. I always thought turkey went well. I, always, I think Heat's a Thanksgiving movie for some reason. Really? I have no basis for that. No, I know. heat
4: burns the yeah. turkey?
1: Yeah, I got, go. I got nothing. Maybe because the themes okay. of family. I don't know. But
4: Oh, because they meet for
3: the first time in a restaurant.
1: Yeah, there, there you there go. You. Boom. There you go. It's, yes.
3: Uh, it's food-centered.
1: Kirk, center- you have to watch Heat.
3: <laughs> I know you haven't Kirk, seen there's it. There's a lot of movies Kirk needs to watch. <laughs> yeah,
1: add them to the list. Okay. That, yeah. It's like a Captain America type list, huh? It's like... <laughs> Of what to
3: watch. Right. Kirk has been, like, in cryogenic freeze for 30 years. 70. 70 years. 70 years. Kirk, yeah. how
1: old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <23. laughs> okay, anyway. Um, movie food. You. Movie yeah. food.
3: So that was your choice, Godzilla and sushi? Godzilla and sushi, yeah. All right. Renee? Oh, no. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I eat random
5: foods watching random movies. Oh, here, time. mix it up. <laughs> yeah, what I, do know? You got? I know. It's weird. Like, all you, like... I eat like Chinese food during like Pulp Fiction or something like that. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs>
4: like, not Big Kahuna Burger.
5: Uh, no, yeah. you know what? I do the opposite with movies. Like Ooh, if I watch a- like, a, like
3: a like a
5: like a movie a- about tacos, burger. I'm I'm eating like a pizza. You know. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that's it. Yeah. There you
3: go, Kirk.
2: So I'm I'm boring, traditional, and classic. <laughs> you say popcorn. <laughs> no. You say popcorn. No. Not popcorn. Uh, If I'm watching a movie at home, nothing better than just splitting an entire pizza. Finish the whole thing, all the way down, on the couch. By yourself? No. (laughs) I said splitting. Splitting a pizza. And uh, every time I go to a movie theater, I have to get a bunch of crunch. The the crunch Crunch bar. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. That is my thing. I've been eating that at movies since I was a kid, so... You know, it's 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 back. It disappeared for a while at Woody Village, but that's my go-to.
3: Yeah.
5: Do you know what I miss is Butterfinger BBs? Oh yes, those were great.
3: They have
2: the (laughs) fights now, and they're not the same. No,
5: they're not. You can't. Simpsons commercial. Yeah, that's what sold me on it. It's just like seeing Bart Simpson eating some Butterfinger BBs.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, what sort of uh, food goes with what movies for you? Okay.
4: All right, so uh, my <laughs> All right. dad and I, we made the big mistake watching uh, Fantastic Four on movie night. The, the newest one. Oh god! Okay. I mean, that's a Power mistake
1: one. in and of itself. Yeah.
4: Um. Yeah, because I hadn't seen it before. He hadn't seen it before. And I'm like, well, I gotta get that shirt that says "I Survived Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. <laughs> oh. So, um, and that the first like hour of just exposition, that mm-hmm. just the hell out of you and no one seemed to like each other so i, I quickly got up and got cocoa pebbles okay. and started eating those and right when the thing came on i felt like i was eating the thing <laughs> uh, and when when he, you see that shot of him and he has no penis i felt like i took <laughs> my penis away from him <laughs> uh, up, so yeah and uh, it just brought, like, humor to it, so... Right. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I started going, like, yeah, this ain't so bad, but <laughs> it was.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's like a train wreck that you see and s- slowly, slowly come apart. Oh, oh, okay. I have one the to go train. off of
1: Brandon's, though, because uh, I think Doctor Doom looks like sentient mint chocolate chip ice cream <laughs> at the end of that movie. <laughs> uh, mint chocolate chip ice yeah, cream. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. gets me. That? That's and why I like having
4: Brandon You that one here? scene <laughs> where uh, Doctor Doom wakes up and then he's walking down the hallway and blowing scientists heads off
3: yeah right? poorly and, rendered that's
4: a gory scene yeah. <laughs> i think the people who rate the movie fell asleep in that part and they woke up and were like oh was it what happened okay feature <laughs> <laughs> 13 good. yeah right.
3: it was it's not a good movie
4: no it's a mess yeah. uh, oh i'm glad it's over
3: yeah i would say um i got a, a crazy one um watching any stanley kubrick movie just something like cheese and wine because it's really sophisticated <laughs> put that out there that's the snobbiest thing Snob, you've yeah, ever for, like, said the best. it's not wrong it's just snobby yeah that's that's what i was thinking okay. just have some like hummus some, like <laughs> wow. chips and stuff okay
1: okay i sure. was just thinking of psa
2: Saber hummus is like recalled right now oh so. yeah
3: no so take be careful that. with gene oh, I will, I will trying to get people killed
2: yeah. oh but i love hummus make it but, uh, it's yeah, really.
3: yeah easy. you know you could have like other stuff like uh pizza in a ninja
1: turtles movie Oh, that's so- uh, oh! I li- I did that because yeah. I I marathoned every Ninja Turtles movie up until the the reboot in 2014. Yeah, and then I just had pizza for like an entire day. I felt terrible after, but yeah. <laughs> it was it was okay. Turtle there was power no got you through. I mean, most of those movies are like really bad,
3: but I like two of them at least.
1: No, some of them are good. I like the mm-hmm. first one and the CGI yeah. one.
3: So yeah, Ninja Turtles and pizza.
5: Yeah, yeah. I like eating White Castle burgers for Harold Kumar. White
3: Castle. <laughs> Do they even have White Castle burgers? You can here? buy them yeah, you yeah, could yeah, you could
5: buy
2: them yeah. frozen. Yeah. I, I had it once in Vegas, and I felt terrible the next day. Because <laughs> all those little tiny onions, they, like, they do something to you. <laughs> There's something wrong with that. Pretty them. <laughs> good, though. Like little tiny burgers in boxes.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
3: So I guess uh, moving on from that, we're going to cut away to an interview. We did at uh, Stanley's Comic-Con with uh, Susan Essenberg, the voice of Wonder Woman, and Christy Marston, the uh, granddaughter of the creator of Wonder Woman. And Diego got to interview them.
6: Yeah, that
3: was fun. That's not
6: sarcastic. Like, it was
3: really cool (laughs) to do that. (laughs) So, uh, we'll cut away to that right now.
0: Uh,
6: We're
1: here with Susan Eisenberg, Wonder Woman herself, at Stan Lee's LA Comic Con, Kamikaze, whatever it's called now. I'm Diego Crespo. How are you doing today?
7: I'm doing great. I'm here. It's exciting, fans everywhere. It's all good.
1: Uh, You portrayed Wonder Woman in the much beloved Justice League animated series. Uh, It's a big year for Wonder Woman. What does it feel like to be a part of such a broad legacy for the character?
7: It feels extraordinary. Um, It feels like a privilege. And I'm just so grateful that I'm around to be interviewed, to know that I played even a small part in her history. It's an honor, truly.
1: Uh, what do you think it is about the character that's endured for so long? And She's kind of like the feminist icon for
7: superheroes. Exactly. I mean, she's a feminist icon. She's an icon. She is, um, has endured all these years, 75 years. And she's the only one out there. I mean, she was created um, to stand next to Superman, to stand next to Batman, and she's been doing it all these years. She's not... Um, lesser or greater than either one of them. She's equal to. And so, I think that she will endure for the next 75 and 75 after that. She's extraordinary.
1: Uh, Given your time in Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, is there any
7: particular aspect
1: that you really admired about the character the most or like the specific story that you constantly refer to?
7: You know, there are a couple. I mean, so, I loved... I love the beginning when she's leaving the mascara, and she was vulnerable. And then you see her grow up throughout the series. So I love watching her acclimate to the league and to, like forge bonds within the league. And I love, so I love that. I love that she became a leader within that league. And also, I loved the relationship with her and Batman. I thought that was like adorable, and sweet. Um, and I loved the relationship with Jean because they were both outsiders. And, um, and they were both coming from these other places and had to acclimate to these new spaces. And they did it come kind of together. So I loved that.
1: Uh, speaking of Batman and Wonder Woman, that was really the first time that that had been done as a romantic interest, possibly. Yeah. Uh, what do you think it is about those characters that drew them together?
7: You know, you'd have to ask, honestly, you'd have to ask the writers of Bruce Timm because they created that arc, that story arc. But I just know that... I loved playing it because it was, a, it was a different side to her. It wasn't the princess or the warrior. It was just this, um, you know, it was a different angle to her personality. So it was that flirty Wonder Woman, which was a joy to play. At the same time, I always say, like, I don't need them to go off and get married and have children. I, I loved that it was, will they, won't they? You know, she knows that he adores her and I loved her catching him in all these little moments when he was talking about her and his feelings for her with the Green Lantern, and she's right behind him. I mean, I just love all those moments. So it's like she's got his number, and she's probably the only one who does, so I love that.
1: Uh, And last question. You're pretty much the definitive Wonder Woman for a whole generation of fans who grew up with the animated series. (laughs) Justice League, is there anything you'd like to see the films do with Wonder Woman, now that they're essentially passing on, they're picking up the torch where you left off. You know what, I think
7: they're in good hands, because I think Patty Jenkins and um, her team has such a strong sense of who Wonder Woman is, and I think they're gonna honor who this woman is, and she's going to be a warrior, and she's going to be this princess, if you will, And I think they're going to honor both those sides of her. So, I mean, I know she's in good hands going forward. I have no doubt that the fans have waited so long for this, and I think they will not be disappointed. I mean, that's my personal feeling about it. I mean, but stay tuned. I think we're all excited. We're
1: back with another uh, member of the legacy of Wonder Woman. Your grandmother was essentially Wonder Woman.
0: My grandmother was Wonder Woman. It was made for... Wonderful childhood, childhood going all the way up, actually, until way past childhood when she died in um, 1993, after being born in 1893. So having Wonder Woman as part of my family, you can kind of imagine from there.
1: Uh, Some big shoes to fill, I think, but... Nobody's gonna,
0: nobody's ever going to fill her shoes. She makes a great role model, but it's not something you step into. Well, you you did your own thing.
1: Uh, How did you carry on that legacy? Like you said, you didn't fill in the shoes, but you did your own thing. And what is that like?
0: It's like, what's it like to live? You know I mean? You're asking me a question that doesn't really have an answer. (laughs) Try that one again.
1: All right. Um, Instead of carrying on the legacy, How did you go about uh, with that family name?
0: Oh, that's really easy. We share the same values. So I just went through my life with the same kind of attitude. Never, never match Graham's standards because she was like beyond description as is Wonder Woman. But you just lead your life following those kind of values and it just makes everything so worthwhile. You end up meeting great people who share those values, and life is just wonderful. Uh,
1: You think those values are what helps carry on uh, the legacy of Wonder Woman as a character as well?
0: Those values are why Wonder Woman exists. The people that fall in love with Wonder Woman share those values. That's why her fans are so diverse. You have people from all ages, all Cities all over the globe. And the one thing they have in common is that they all care about those same values. That's why they love Wonder Woman. That's why Wonder Woman is alive today. So yes, yes and yes.
1: Thank you. That is, I think, where we're going to end this interview. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for watching the Waffle Press Podcast. Hello again. Okay, so we are back. That was a really fun interview. Uh, I'm honored to have interviewed two people with such a profound uh, statement on Wonder Woman's legacy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's 75th anniversary oh, for the character. Man. So I mean, yeah, that was. Oh, Ooh. that was that was really cool. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, and so now we're going into Kirk's favorite segment. Kirk finally watches because he's seen like five movies in his lifetime. <laughs> oh. Man. So we're trying to get him caught up on the other billion. Okay. Uh, Kirk, it's Thanksgiving. November, what did you watch? It's more of a
2: preview for the next month. Mm. Kirk finally watches the Nightmare Before Christmas. Hey. <laughs> he literally
5: shot our, our tra- trainee engineer right now. <laughs> she's,
4: she's I speechless. saw this. I saw this movie she's sh- giving yesterday. you daggers in your eyes. Reason, oh, you didn't go to the Hollywood Bowl? Can
2: no, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't make a oh, big thing I of it. That. So, so here's, here's what happened: I was uh, watching the movie in eighth grade. There was a sleepover, and then like I came down with the stomach flu halfway through, and oh, like no. just like passed out, not passed out, like, okay, fainted, but like went right. to sleep. So I finally got around to watching it. It disappeared from Netflix twenty years later, and I did the right thing and I rented it on Amazon, okay, instead of downloading. So yeah, I watched The Nightmare Before Christmas yesterday. So. This is gonna be a little weird. It didn't do it for me. Whoa. Really? But but like, but. Whoa. Are you not goth? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I thought about it for for some for some good time. So I thought, why do people love this so much? Not why do people like it? Like I get that. Why do people love it so much? Enough where like Disneyland has its own segments just yeah. to sell Jack Skellington stuff? Why is it in yeah. the back of people's yeah, cars? Why is segment. it a world in Kingdom Hearts? So. Mm-hmm. I think the reason it didn't hit me so hard, like, oh, this is so great, is, you know, I think part of the reason people love it so much is the first time they watch that, all that imagery is like, oh my God, like Oogie Boogie's Lair and uh, The Town and Zero and all of that is like, oh, wow, this is so great. And it wasn't my first time seeing all that. I already have a relationship with Jack Skellington. I've already been through that world twice in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. Uh. So I've I've heard the music. I, I, I've, you know, fought alongside Jack and I've seen, you know, the story play out. I've walked into the forest and in a way the the Kingdom Hearts worlds, because it was a video game, it wasn't claymation or anything, they were able to make everything so much bigger. So the the little tree scene, it's it's a much bigger almost field in the forest. Uh Oogie Boogie's mansion is Something you have to climb up for a few minutes and you fight him there. And it's, you know, that was the first time I experienced Nightmare Before Christmas. So I think that's why it didn't hit me so hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, people are going to hate me for this. I, I did not like Jack's singing voice. <laughs> it's what Danny. You don't Elfman. like Danny Elfman? Yeah. No. Wow. Uh, oh, you, it...
4: you're lucky well, I'm on Hangouts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to so... reach from Cross That Tailbone. Show so... me <laughs> you know oh, i like
2: the songs i the voice was it was weird because it was so different from his speaking voice and yeah. and of course look again that's what i was used to and i've been replaying kingdom hearts too and today i went through uh halloween town in the in christmas town mode so you know I've, the songs are you know now i've heard the actual ones and matching them up and the what is it? Is it look at this or what is this what is it? Yeah. What's, what's, this? This? what's yeah, this? what's this? this like, that song. What is
4: this? Yeah. You're wrong about this movie. The <laughs> <So, laughs> movie is amazing. You so, don't know it. You don't know it. <laughs> <understand>. What's this?
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So what's
4: this? What's they... this? His opinion is really <laughs> What's this? He's saying <laughs> What's this? He thinks my voice is screechy. I don't care. I'm not singing. Not my singing. What's this?
1: Look what you've done, Kirk. So,
2: so they've they've re- redone the tracks without the vocals, and it plays in the background, and it it adds to that experience of me playing it. So you know, I I get why people love it so much. It's just I kind of wish I watched it before playing the games because then. I would have gotten that, oh look how cool this world is. But mm. to me it wasn't look how cool this world is because I knew how cool the world was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I already went into it liking Halloween town, liking, you know, the Christmas town, the weird aesthetic, Jack's weird proportions. Like I've I've experienced all of that. I've thought it's awesome. And uh, I I no longer take him out of my party at Kingdom Hearts. Oh. so uh, yeah. So I finally watched, uh, I guess, a, a national treasure that everyone loves so much. The the ride that I've been hate. on, the game I have played, and you know, it it was it was a good that's experience. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah. So
3: so we have a Trump president. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: That's that's too far. <laughs> don't don't sour Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Sorry, Kirk, That's too far. Uh, just a fun fact. That's the only Disney movie where the hero doesn't have a final fight with the villain. They just murder him. <laughs> <laughs> like, he yeah, just kills Oogie Boogie. I mean, he's not a good guy, but he just, like,
3: yeah. he or literally not, like, eviscerates like, wait, him. He's not, like, inadvertently killed. Like, he falls off into his death or something.
1: At the very least, it's manslaughter. Oh, all right. oh, know? I, I murdered you know, him this morning. Uh,
2: yeah. He
3: was evil. Oh, true, true, true.
1: And I didn't say it was a bad thing. It yeah. <laughs> he was going to hurt people. Yeah, I don't think so. I could
3: think of uh, another Disney movie like that. Yeah. Brandon, you do a lot of mashups. Can you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's up? Oh, no. Can you think of another Disney movie where they just flat out kill the villain? Like where he's, oh. he doesn't like fall um, to his death or something? Scar.
4: Scar, they, in The Lion King, the, okay. they oh, that, yeah. burn him to death and uh, the lion, the hyenas <laughs> rip him apart. <laughs> um, yeah. In uh, Tarzan, Clayton oh. hangs himself by accident. Yeah. Um, Gaston falls. Yeah, but um, that like countless numbers of feet and yeah. Um, dies. Uh, yeah, jeez. Uh, Ur- Ursula gets stabbed in the boob, and she <laughs> most of them die.
3: They, they have violent deaths too. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, the yeah, scar one really is a little deaths. heavy. <laughs> and in Mulan, uh-huh. which is my favorite, death, oh, um, the Hun uh, yeah. gets um, fire. He gets plunged by. Um exploding fireworks and they don't make it a big deal about his death because it's all like, oh fireworks, yay, it's all happy, but really he just exploded.
2: Diego, you can't say fun fact anymore. I don't think you know what that means.
1: (laughs) Well, it was fun for me. (laughs) You keep using that (laughs) word. I I, think I know what it means. (laughs) I, I knew where I was headed with that. Right.
3: I know Brandon. Yeah. Cool. Um so that gets us to pitch a movie again. Um so Brandon, you're oh, gonna yeah. give us your pitch and then we'll each say if we'll buy it, we'll pretend to be studio executives. Okay. So cool. All right. Um, have, am uh, I
4: pitching this to Netflix? Since it could I'm be it's it's pitching it. to
3: whoever you want it yeah. to be. Yeah. And uh, whoever uh, I want. Yeah, Kirk. All right. Um you'll have three minutes. Kirk, do you want to keep time for three right. minutes?
4: Sure. All right. Uh can you let me know when like I have a minute left and okay. then like yeah. thirty seconds.
1: Okay. Oh, cool. will right, we'll cool. just say time. All right.
4: I'm staying up for this pitch. All right. right. Paul Blart 3, Black Friday. All right, so, all right, it's on Black Friday. We're in the mall, but Paul Blart just lost his job as a security guard, as that mall cop. So now he's being bumped down to being Santa Claus. He's messing (laughs) up as Santa Claus because he's disposable as a a mall cop. They don't care about all the cool things he's done and all the lives he's saved. So now... (laughs) Now, like, he's being paid for all these kids to sit on his lap and wreck their dreams. And, yeah. But, all right. So, on this day in particular, on Black Friday, before he gets suited up in that Santa Claus costume, he gets a call from this mysterious, mysterious voice. Sounds like Steve Buscemi. And he's like, hello. My name is Steve. And now I'm going to tell you a few things. You have to follow my rules, Mr. Paul Blart. I know who you are, and now I'm about to blow this mall up. And if you don't follow my steps, you'll blow up too. And he's like, "Oh, oh God, what do I do?" But but his his bosses are forcing him to get out there and dress him up like Santa Claus, right? So, mm-hmm. all right, so he goes out there, and the kids are sitting on his lap, and then Steve Buscemi sits on his lap. But Steve Buscemi doesn't know that's Paul Blart. He just thinks it's Santa Claus and Steve Shem just messing around. Hey. And Paul Barr's like, oh, I, I got to go get him. So he, he loses a job and then chases after him. But he can't make it through all these people because it's Black Friday. and It's crowded as hell. And then uh, Steve Buscemi calls him again. And I said, hey, all right. Now, if you don't go to here, there's this giant turkey in Ralph's, in the Ralph <laughs> section. And if you don't get it, it'll explode, and everyone in Ralph's will explode and do my worst. Steve Buscemi impression. And then... <laughs> uh, so he runs over, and he saves the... And he stops the turkey from exploding. And then he says, that was the wrong turkey.
3: One minute, <laughs> one minute.
4: Oh. All, all explodes. But, but Paul Blart makes it through somehow because... Because he... Because he was um, around the turkey, he was hugging the turkey that he had, and that like got him out. I mean, it's a it's an action move today. Anything can happen. Who cares about physics, right? And so it's it's Die Hard with the Vengeance, but with Paul Blart.
0: <laughs> wow.
4: Steve Buscemi is the villain, and it's on Black Friday, the worst day of the year. The stakes have never been higher for Paul Blart. Bye. <laughs>
3: And with twenty seconds to spare. Oh wow! Yeah. All right, guys. As soon as he said the phone call thing, I was like,
1: "Oh, it's Die Hard with a Vengeance."
3: <laughs> I've seen exactly.
1: I've seen that movie a couple times. He stuck to the yeah, title. It's a Paul great Ace <laughs>
3: for the Turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's
1: okay, so how Sorry. do we feel
3: about that? So who, Diego, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, you won me over with the Die Hard with a Vengeance stuff. You love to Die Hard. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm a pretty big Die Hard fan. It's only the best movie ever made. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I would like to see this movie happen. I I will I'll give it a thumbs up. Okay, Renee. Yeah, I definitely liked
5: how he uh, put in like you know that no one cares that he saved everyone, so he's no longer a security guard. He's Santa Claus. So I kind of like that little new little take on it. Um, But definitely, yeah, thumbs up. I'll I'll buy this movie and I want to see how it is.
2: Uh, I'm the studio executive that gave you the title and forced you to make this movie. So (laughs) of course I'm going to make this movie. All Thank right. you. I um,
3: that. I'm gonna buy it. I liked uh, the Die Hard with a Vengeance uh, theme he had with it. Um, I'm not a big Paul Bard fan, but I would probably well, watch. Neither
4: this.
1: am I.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I would watch this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. Awesome. So, All right.
1: Cool. Uh, All right, it's Paul Bart three. I That's than I thought
4: it'd be <laughs> a Paul Bart movie. I don't
3: probably the probably made a better Paul Bart movie than the third one they're actually gonna make. Yeah.
4: That's not saying say much. But <laughs> anyway.
3: not,
1: yeah. uh, the best tweet I ever saw regarding Paul Blart, the <laughs> potential pl- Paul Blart 3 was like, I want it to be like a David Fincher directed movie where like he accidentally shoots a kid and it becomes like a testament to like uh, police uh, brutality. You know? Oh my God. Like Jesus
0: Christ.
3: <laughs> All right, um, yeah, that's it's a, little a little dark. A little dark. Um, I see that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Just
6: uh,
3: a little. You don't know, have to make your movie. You know, like it's that. like they did have a dark Molcott movie, Observe and Report*. Oh god,
4: I, oh, I yeah. like that movie. Oh, that's man. a yeah, that's a good movie. That's uh, a good movie. Uh, the, the movie's cringy to be, like, me. I don't know person, why. Person, I can't. I can't. I,
5: I, I can't sit down and watch it. It's too. It's too mean for me. stop. I, yeah it, that's that's it it's too mean yeah. like,
1: like i'm the guy who's like oh alien 3 is good you know the movie where the hero <laughs> sacrifices herself mm-hmm. and dies yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah i like that movie a lot yeah. but i don't
1: like Report.
5: Yeah, it got
1: really
3: made uh quentin tarantino's like top 10 of i know there. quentin tarantino's <laughs> weird that's why i yeah, like like green lantern and you yeah. like the lone ranger oh, so man. that's not saying like yeah. okay
1: wait time out the ending of the lone ranger is amazing yeah you just got to sit through no, two hours right. of boringness. Oh, Brandon, don't do this to me. We've been yeah. on the same page like all day. Don't do this to me. All right. <laughs> that
4: huh. was the weirdest movie-going experience of my life. Uh-huh. The Lone Ranger. As I saw it alone, I was <laughs> the Lone Ranger. I mean, no one else wanted to see it with me. First time okay. to move by myself. And I, when I was buying the ticket, he was like, all right, just you. i like, yeah, just me. He's like, you're <laughs> beautiful. So I walk in there. I'm the only person in the whole theater. Wow only got no one it's a matinee no one is there and i fall asleep halfway through <laughs> and i wake up and johnny Depp's having this weird um spaz attack and i'm like <laughs> and I start running out of the theater but it was locked and what? yeah it was terrifying like to not fall asleep watching that movie
3: <laughs> jeez yeah. all right uh so that brings us to our next segment called uh November. so um you know, uh, we celebrate
1: uh, yeah. the great noir mystery films. Uh, it's raining, so it's perfect atmosphere to talk about them right now. Hopefully nope. it keeps raining until this episode's up, so that way the rest of the world can experience it with us. <laughs> if not, that's okay, because we're doing it right now. Uh I'm a big fan of a good classic noir. Uh, I've always loved Casablanca. I don't. I'm not someone who thinks it, it's boring because it's old. Like I really, really <laughs> like that movie. Um, that's a good movie. Yeah, but <laughs> my favorite one is has got to be Blade Runner, and that's not even like one of the original ones. Just, just from the '80s, and it takes a lot of noir aspects and implements like uh, a really different sort of science fiction. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that influenced like Akira eventually too, with the futuristic. Uh, city designs and the the constant rain and the the melancholy mood. I don't know. It's it's a movie I could watch like any time. Right. I, I think it's really Scott's best next to Alien easily.
3: Yeah. And uh, there's gonna be a sequel soon, so mm-hmm. we'll fingers crossed. Yeah,
1: probably Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and Jared Leto for some
3: reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh he's probably, he's gonna be in there yeah. for like a scene, like one scene. I bet. I don't want to get into it. Right, right. right. okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, the Maltese Falcon. The Movie from, uh, I believe, the 40s. Um, You know, it's uh, I saw it, like, this year. You know, it's the... Saw it, like, at a screening of it. And, you know, it's the only movie I could think of where the hero and the villain have, like, just have coffee. I like the climax, like... Because the whole movie, they're trying to find this uh, object called the Maltese Falcon, which is just this, like, bronze eagle and that has some value to it and um you know they're just waiting for it to cu- um they end up having like a truce in the third act and like they're just like drinking coffee and it's like you know it's a really good scene and you know it's just uh you know it's classic noir you know you don't know what's going to happen a lot of twists and turns and it's mm-hmm. uh where we get the term uh macguffin from or it's the, I, or not oh the is that where it comes from though? I th- no i think um or where it's the most prime example best example of a McGuffin, which is the Maltese Falcon, you know, and you have that sort of thing in all the movies. Guardians has a reference to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would recommend seeing that. Like, yeah, I really love that movie. Uh, Brandon?
4: Uh, my favorite noir, can I say Young Frankenstein?
3: Uh, sure, if you could back it up. Yeah, go ahead. Convince us. Yeah,
4: it's. it's um, really I, I think it's um, a brilliant parody of uh, the classic monster films and it's adding that noir, black and white effect to it um to capture that and uh play watch to that and mm-hmm. not not only is it um does it do that but it's funny as hell um it's gene one well, gene wilder's best performances yeah. see um see at the ritz peter boyle's amazing in it and the music's great and i think it's Mel Brooks' one of his best films next to uh, blazing saddles
3: okay
1: yes yes i, I agree because okay. yeah, i like blazing saddles in that one a lot
3: i could see that yeah uh kirk are we are you, do you do you even have one i don't think i've ever seen
2: a North what,
1: what david fincher films gone uh, girl again girl's Dragon
2: tattoo no i just read
3: the okay. book uh, cool. damn it we're, we're just gonna He's pass fine. on you kirk <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch it <laughs> <laughs> i'm pissing gonna watch it really good movie. soon you're just pissing off Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh renee did you have one?
5: uh well i have like a one that's kind of like a noir vibe noir okay. feel mm-hmm. to one. it yeah. uh john wick
1: Oh, John Wick does have a Nori type vibe. Yeah, yeah,
5: you know, because it's like this world that's established within our world already. So it's like we're getting like a like a secret assassin and like mercenary world. Everything's paid in gold and they have like, you know, like, oh, yeah, if they want to clean up, they just have to make an appointment and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like John Wick because, you know. You're you're put into this world that feels like it's been established for many many years, Right. you know, and just the action's great, obviously, and, yeah, you know. And when John Wick, you know, finally, you know, does the thing that he's set out to do, it's yeah. much more satisfying. Yeah, definitely. You know,
1: yeah. I, I think you bring up a really interesting point about uh, a noir film. Uh, I would never have thought of John Wick, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, um, is that these, these stories? They <laughs> always. Uh, the characters always participate in like a world outside of our own world yes. like it's here but mm-hmm. it's like on the outskirts of it and westerns kind of do this too with like the lone gunman stuff like yeah. society doesn't yeah. really accept them but they kind of need them sometimes or yeah. maybe they don't even need them but they just they can't like participate like normal people mm-hmm. you know and so i think that's a really interesting uh sort of thing like I, I little blade runner a lot yeah the final see, confrontation yeah, between runner, yeah. the hero and quote-unquote villain mm-hmm. um it's kind of physical Kind of not Like at the end of the day It's just these guys This guy's trying Or this robot mm-hmm. Is trying to Get more life You know like yeah. But he can't be human And this guy Whose only job That's all he has Is mm-hmm. to kill okay. these things That just want more life But you love the confrontation Between right. the hero mm-hmm. and villain
5: When they finally meet you Yeah know? No matter if it's yeah. either Vocal or physical You're just like Oh my god They're finally yeah. seeing each other
3: Yeah Definitely Movies are cool guys <laughs> <laughs> Anything else to add? We have maybe A couple minutes
1: left Um Obviously, I'm a big Michael Mann fan. I think he mm. taps into that that vibe a lot with his movies. They're always like yeah. really angsty, and there's a lot of grizzled hard detectives and Al Pacino mm-hmm. yelling Oo-ah! and Oo-ah! stuff, right? <laughs> Oohah, yeah, uh, like yeah.
3: <laughs> Or <More> margaritas,
4: <laughs> like um, collaterals. Oh, collaterals, no, no, so great, fucking that's good. good. Collateral's my favorite. Uh, thing, so. oh, Miami is? Vice okay. is still mine.
1: Yeah. Manhunters, like right there too. <laughs> but uh, Heat is my favorite. Heat is great. movie ending ever. Like that final yeah. shot. I think that's like. That's I think movies, you know, <laughs> like yeah, cinema. Um, but I think that one really is a has a good uh, vibe of noir about it too. It's like these two guys; they're the only two who understand each other completely. Mm-hmm. But given that their um, their jobs and their sense of honor, with their duty and and what they care about, the only path that they that um, they can go on is to meet each other and eventually kill each other because they're so honor bound to like. To the law, and to uh, Robert De Niro's job, which is to be a bank robber. Mm-hmm. So they can't, they can't ever agree, but they understand each other. And so that that last shot of them holding hands is just so tragic and so great. And like, ah, movies are cool. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, another one. Oh, go oh. ahead, hop in.
8: Sorry, I wanted to take place with Kirk. Uh- <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: take that, Kirk. <laughs> yeah, Kirk. Thank you.
8: Um. <laughs> One of the movies You don't I, like
4: Nightmare Before Christmas.
8: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should have left after that. <laughs> um, one of the movies I've always loved, and it's so independent, I've never heard a lot of people talk about it, is Bunraku.
1: Oh, I haven't heard of it.
8: Oh, mm-hmm. it's fantastic. It, it has a noir vibe to down. it. Uh, B-U-N-R-A-K-U. It has a noir vibe to it with a mix of a Japanese movie, an old animated manga turned to movie, anime movie, um, and a spaghetti western, all in one. It has uh, Woody Harrelson, Ron Perlman, and I can't think of the guy who plays the main guy, of course, but it has a noir vibe to it where it starts off with one one single man and his mission to find the person who killed his father, and it's him, and he meets like all these different characters along the way, he ends up falling in love, he ends up meeting all these different villains, so to speak, to climb the figurative and eventually literal mountain. To Kill the Main Guy. It's it's such a beautiful movie. I always recommend it to okay. anyone who can find it. So. I will
1: definitely check yeah. it out then. I will check it yeah. out. Uh, anybody else have another one? Because I have another one, but I don't want to take up all the time if anyone else has another yep. one they want to oh. bring up. I can't think of it. Um, did you
4: guys see The Nice Guys this
1: year? Oh, I that was did,
4: great. yes. Nice yeah, guys. so that has a great uh, noir vibe to it. Um, and Ryan Gosling and uh, Russell Crowe make a great team. And Shane mm. Black's dialogue.
3: Oh, and, Shane Black's.
4: Oh, still. my God. <laughs>
3: You, and you really I, can't I'm can't so sad Shane
4: it Black. didn't do well because now we're not gonna get Nice Guys Two.
3: Uh huh. Oh,
4: that that's something that, that's kind of a bummer. But he's right. got one.
3: Well, you know we'll uh, have the Shane Black Predator. So yeah, yeah.
4: and he's, he's also doing Doc Savage with the Uh-oh. Rock.
3: Oh, that's
1: yeah. so weird to me. Like, but I trust Shane Black implicitly. Right. I mean, I'm someone who still thinks Iron Man Three is the best right. Iron Man movie. <laughs> so maybe I'm just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I think well, I'm I like only <laughs> got uh, uh, there you. go. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, no but I'm I'm, okay. I'm kind of bummed about the Nice Guys not getting a sequel because something like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's like a very isolated story. Yeah. Uh, At Nice Guys, I'm like, oh, I can watch these guys do anything. Like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's just like that story. Those characters right. exist. After that, they're done. But yeah, because mm-hmm. they were trying to pitch that as a TV show for a while, uh, the Nice Guys too. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell, like, it, it feels like a pilot to a bigger series. And right. I don't mean that like as a negative. Like, yeah. it's just the beginning of their journey and. I don't know. It would have been nice to see more of those. Yeah.
4: He should do an HBO show or like a Netflix show.
1: Yeah, he should. Yeah. Just give him free reign
3: to do whatever. Got to yeah. meet him once at this like film festival. He's like the coolest dude ever. I'll t- uh, really? Yeah, like he talked to me and my friends. Um, it was actually my birthday. And he wished me a happy, happy birthday. birthday. No, happy oh, it's birthday. not my birthday. Happy
1: birthday. It's not my birthday <laughs> okay. now. It was
3: my birthday when I saw him. <laughs> no, birthday present for you. And uh, he did the uh, voice. Or no, excuse me. He did the joke from Predator for me. The... Uh, the joke that uh, he tells, uh, what's the guy? Oh, uh, the Apache I his dude. Oh, what's name? No no no, 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 no. The uh, the Apache dude that like cuts his thing. Uh, do you remember the joke about? I uh, do It's uh, a okay. bit raunchy. I won't say it right now, but no, no that's okay. You can say. uh No. Okay, fine. But but uh, yeah, you know, he was like the coolest dude, and uh, the best thing was like when the bar when they were like running out, uh, for whatever reason in the I think it was in Burbank, you couldn't serve alcohol after twelve. And they announced that they have 10 minutes left to serve drinks, and he bolted to the bar. So oh, man. In. Yeah. Wow. He really liked to drink. Yeah, cool. Um, I guess that <laughs> brings us to movie reviews. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. If
1: you've seen anything. I did. Uh, in theaters, I saw Moonlight and Jackie, but the most recent thing I watched was The Sea of Trees by mm-hmm. Gus Van Sant. Uh, it's a story oh. about uh, okay. yeah, the suicide heard. forest no. in Japan. Yeah, uh, is that the Matthew McConaughey one? Yeah, Matthew McConaughey and Ken Watanabe. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, and Naomi Watts. Right, it is right. not an awful, unwatchable movie. It's just a kind of boring one. But it's about uh, some really deep subject matter about you know accepting death and like overcoming depression. And it's Dude. it's a really powerful story in there somewhere. I didn't see it, but it's it's, it's it's in there. I don't know. It's it's just really dull. And a subject like that should be not. That oh. <laughs> yeah, so is that, uh, that the was one that
4: got booed at Cannes? Fan yes, film festival. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: I mean, when I heard that, I was like, oh, I'll probably that means like it. Good,
3: uh, yeah. not this yeah. time. <laughs> ah, but
1: yeah, okay. that was kind of boring. Mm.
3: Yeah, do you want to talk about Jackie for a sure?
1: sec? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, Jackie, the Natalie Portman biopic about Jackie Kennedy. Uh, usually, I don't oh, like cool. biopics because I'm like, oh, they all look like. T- tv movies you know like they don't they don't do not doing anything special they're just about big subject matter so it's like oh yeah that's important so we'll put it at the oscars uh this one's different because it's about important stuff it's about the end of an era it's very relevant to you know <laughs> our times right <laughs> now <laughs> uh thankfully nobody's been assassinated but uh it's also about overcoming grief and uh understanding loss and uh sacrifice and it's sort of meditation on legacy because you know it's such a big deal like right. she has this line or natalie portman has this line in the movie where she's saying um that she's just doing her job she's trying to make sure her husband gets the appropriate proceeding at the funeral the, the he needs a monument to his legacy right because uh, she loved him so much and it's it's filmed in 16 millimeter and uh i'm cool. not big on the film versus digital debate but i think it really makes it more impactful like it feels like a piece of history right and it's really well directed like crazy well directed there's a lot of uh like center frame stuff, almost Wes Andersony, but way more depressing and almost kind of haunting. Uh, and last thing it's got the the um composer from Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. Oh. So the music's really eerie, really unsettling and sort of cathartic. Hmm. And yeah, I really
3: love Jackie a lot. I have to check it out. Hmm. Cool. Um I saw uh, Doctor Strange. I'm sure many of you have seen. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it was a great, it was a great film. Um I think it's like one of the better Marvel movies. You know, Doctor Strange. I do too. Yeah, they went back to a lot of the Steve Dicko like, visuals, you know? Yes,
4: yeah, they did a great job with
0: that.
3: Yeah, and, uh, you know, a problem in the comics is Dr. Strange is really used as, like, a ex mach- deus ex machina. Like, he, he just could solve everything, but, you know, they uh, uh, they really, like, uh, defined his powers, you know? So I appreciated that, and, you know, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was great as Strange. So uh yeah, I'm pretty excited. And you'll probably see him like in Infinity War or in Thor. Yeah. Thor yeah. first. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then Infinity War. So I dug it. Uh Renee, you liked it?
5: Yeah, I actually did really enjoy the movie. It's mm-hmm. a bet obviously for me, top five favorite Marvel movie. Um mm-hmm. of it being number five, that's number five for me, is Doctor Strange. You right. know, because obviously, like I said in the earlier in the show, I, I love that they introduced the new element, which is magic, into the MCU. So we get to see more, you know, obscured characters now, you know, because right. which is really interesting. You know, we get to see the mixture because we've been seeing mostly just science fiction in the Marvel Cinematic Movies. Now we get to see this more, you know, spiritual slash like magical element, which right. I like a lot. Yeah. So. And time travel. Yes, time travel. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, everyone here has definitely seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I mean, that's it's open season by this point. So yeah, that's yeah. fine. Sorry, Diego. No, it's okay. It's, yeah, it happens.
3: You'll you'll see it eventually. Yeah, um, hopefully. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I I really enjoyed it. I Saw it I think last week. Um, you know, it's uh, like a fun Harry Potter Harry Potter film. Doesn't have to do with Harry Potter, but uh, you does know,
4: not have Harry Potter in
3: it. No, yeah, he's not born yet. I yeah. <laughs> got like uh, 70 years Yeah waiting on that years. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, no Emma I has uh, seen it
5: uh, uh, Emma has seen it Oh you saw it so, yeah. Emma? You want to talk about it? Uh,
8: sure <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it in the sense that it was really nostalgic for me Right Like I walked out of the theater with my friend going Did you know when we were 22 we were going to be seeing another Harry Potter movie? Mm-hmm. But I mean I I loved it because of what everything brought to it I have minor complaints that I won't say until everyone has seen it but um, other than that, Bless I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought Eddie Redmayne was a perfect Newt Scamander. Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I just thought everyone was was did their role to the best that they could, and they blew it out of the water. Yeah,
3: no, definitely. Uh, you know, everyone was great. Even uh, like uh, I forgot the dude that's this uh, Dan Folger place. The uh, yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, Jacob? The, was yeah,
1: yeah. Jacob Kowalski. Jacob was yeah. cool.
8: He was like an unsung hero, which yeah. almost every movie needs. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so I was really happy to see. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I was really happy to see that he's in it because I think he's a really underrated actor, like yeah. in general. He, so it, he
8: was. Yeah, 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 the fact
3: that he has a big role like this designer, I,
1: yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool.
8: Yeah, and he he steps up very yeah. easily. Yeah.
3: And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm really excited. I think uh, they're going to do other time periods too. Uh, yeah, it's so. going to span 19 years. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be cool to see you know, like Harry Potter in the. 30s or the 40s or 50s, you know?
8: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, It was great the way they expanded the Harry Potter universe by going back in time before Harry Potter because it didn't rely on the Harry Potter name, Mm
0: -hmm.
8: which they still won despite that.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think that's cool because, like, I think that's a problem with a lot of the prequel series, like Harry Potter and Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars, or Hobbit and Star Hobbit Wars, rather. Yeah. 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 They're like, oh, like let's tap into this stuff that you remember, but it's not important for these movies. Exactly. You just remember it, so exactly. we're going to bring it up. It's just no mm-hmm. nostalgia. Yeah. 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 So I'm happy to hear having, that
3: they didn't do that. Having yeah. member berries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
8: I mean, they mentioned uh, the things that kind of got me uh-huh. a little weepy was a seeing the wb logo and hearing the theme song once again oh, and then, awesome. da, da, da. yeah <laughs> i sat there and they had just played a rogue one trailer so i was already emotional oh. and then they played that and i was like okay i'm gone but um they i mean they mentioned dumbledore and it was like oh dumbledore and that was about it that was the only mention to harry potter so to speak All
3: right hmm. yeah definitely that's cool yeah I, you know it, it sets up some sequel stuff but mm-hmm. like nothing like you know the hobbit ends with uh What's his face? Uh, the first one ends fine. No, no, no. It's the second the one that stops one in the middle of an action scene. Where, no, no. It's like Legolas, and he's like, "Oh, you have to search for this guy," and it's oh, like he's yeah. not even born yet. Oh, yeah. No, no. Was, was born. I'm not gonna oh, okay. get into it, but All that's right, yeah, not. Right. you know, it didn't have something like that. It was yeah. just to find it, you know. Eragon, eighty uh, four. Yeah. yeah, Fantastic Beast was good. Uh, Brandon, anything you've seen recently? Uh, I already talked about uh,
4: Hacksaw Ridge is great. Oh. Um, uh, Fantastic Four is a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> that it is. Moana. I oh, saw. you saw that? Oh, I want to see yeah. that. I need to see by, that. It's by far my favorite film of the year. Uh-huh. Um, the Rock is great in it. Uh, the music's amazing. Uh, she's great. Um, the action's great. The animation is gorgeous. Yeah. Pixar is going to be um, eating the... Uh, the they're gonna be really embarrassing the ocean in this because the ocean looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks so and yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, another can and usually when I give review I try to say something bad about it and try to find a good mix of positive and negatives. I can't mm-hmm. find anything negatives to say.
3: Okay. It's another good stuff. movie from Disney animation.
4: Uh Zootopia. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's been a solid year for Disney. Yeah. For sure
3: and they're both better than frozen so <laughs> yes definitely. i don't know <laughs> sorry i don't know i, I really I like i like frozen i like frozen but it was a little bit overrated i don't know i see i feel that way about big six but oh, oh yeah, okay bye way, anyway, so i think that's uh, that's it for this uh, for this episode guys mm-hmm. um you know thanks for listening um yeah thanks for joining us brandon
4: yeah my pleasure thanks for having me uh yeah. where
3: can the people find you yeah. online uh,
4: you you can all find me uh, on YouTube at B Money Rules. That's B Money R U L Z, where I do mashup trailers, uh, reviews, uh, short films, and more to come. And you can uh, talk to me on Twitter at Beastwos and uh, look at my life on Instagram at Beastwos. And yeah, and hope to see you guys there. Thank you guys so much.
3: Cool. And was uh, it we've been uh, professionally unprofessional. Oh, we have
1: to to sign off everyone else here, Gene. Oh, sorry. It's all right.
3: Uh, Gene, Twitter, Instagram, what do you got? Gene9892 for everything. All right. And then We Own Nothing Films on Facebook. Kirk. Uh,
2: The Rinsler on PlayStation, Mm. like Tron. Uh, Play one of the many games I just wasted money on. (laughs) Kirk, you have
3: a Twitter. The, yeah, only the, Kirk. I, that, that, the only Kirk. No, 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 so, like, no, no, no. He doesn't, he doesn't It's it. just a cool username. Right. Not the only Kirk anymore. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: All right. uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram yeah. and Snapchat at Renee Bravo. You guys can also follow the store, which is Undercity Comics, at Undercity Comics on both Facebook and Instagram.
8: Sweet. <laughs> um, you can follow me, Emma, on Twitter at stupid woman suit. It is lately pictures of my dog and fantastic beasts. <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at uh, a stun gun lullaby. Cool.
4: Dogs are great. Oh, are those pictures of uh woman suits anywhere?
8: Uh, no unfortunately
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you can find everything on the waffle press uh, on youtube twitter facebook yada yada me on twitter at Diego waffles still working on Diego waffles long story Uh, Mm -hmm. links down below on youtube if you're watching that and on soundcloud which we are using again thankfully Mm -hmm. Um, thanks for listening thanks for watching we have been professionally unprofessional